What if you could create more kindness in the world just by being you? Everyone has the potential to create and receive more kindness. What if kindness is more than being nice and compassionate to others? Have you ever considered what having more kindness for you could create in your life? Get ready to learn how the energy of kindness is integral to reducing stress in your life and how it can assist in healing your body. Now, here is the host of Cultivating Kindness with Karen, facilitator of healing, Karen Leslie. Welcome, welcome, everybody. I am so excited to welcome you to my first solo show. Last week, we debuted Cultivating Kindness with Karen and our CEO, Christine McIver, was very gracious in introducing me to the world. Um, she asked me some pretty interesting questions, and it was really cool. So today, you've got just me, and I am so happy to be sharing this new adventure with you. So I'm Karen Leslie. You're on the Inspired Choices Network with me here, and my show is called Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Now, one of the things we talked about last week was a little bit of, ooh, what a cute title. Kindness isn't so cute at times. So today we're going to be looking at what does kindness mean to, to you? So if you would like to join us, please come over to Inspired Choices Network and click on the chat room and come on in and you can ask questions and you can participate with me and we can explore this whole idea of what is kindness. Now, I called the show Kindness Autopilot. Kind of a strange name, right? But it's what popped, and I do tend to follow my intuition quite a bit. Um, you may notice, too, when I show up, maybe some of the things I wear looks a little odd, too. That's me following my body as to what it would like to wear. <laughs> Side note. But I'm very, it's very important to me to follow what works for my body. And one of the ways that I do that is working with kindness. And kindness is just a big part of my life and a big part of what's going on. It wasn't something I even acknowledged for years. Kindness was something I did with four others, and it had nothing to do with me. So I'd love to know from you just what does kindness mean to you? And we're going to explore that a little bit. I've been working with energy for over 25 years. I have been helping people on a one-to-one -one basis for, well, I don't know, 20. I kind of hid from it for the first five years or so and just worked with my family and a few friends. And then I decided that I really wanted to get serious about helping people, primarily women, helping women to understand where they're at and how to create a life that is better for them. And it begins with kindness. Sounds simple, right? Kindness is cute. Kindness is great. Hmm. I found kindness to be really difficult. I was on an autopilot of being kind to others, hence the title. I was thinking, if I just did this for somebody, then I maybe wouldn't have to answer a question. Or if I was somewhere and said, oh, can I help? And most often people would say, oh, sure, can you do this for me or whatever when we're, you know, they're entertaining or there's groups of people. So I looked like I was being very kind and and I was being kind. It, it was a sincere gesture. But to be honest, I had a personal agenda. It was a way for me to hide. 
it was putting me in a less stressful situation, but it still wasn't being kind to me. I interpret it as being kind to me. So I'd love to hear from people as to what kindness means. So what I did is I put a question in Facebook and I asked, okay, hey gang, what does kindness mean to you? And I'd like to explore as we go through the show what people said, the different interpretations and definitions and meanings of kindness that people shared with me. And I got a lot. It was really wonderful. It was um, research, to be honest. It was a way of finding out how people looked at kindness. And I want to, and this may upset a few people because people were actually being very sincere and sharing with me what they truly believed kindness is. But in truth, I didn't agree with a lot of it. A lot of it I saw myself in many, many years ago. A lot of it I saw as people-pleasing. A lot of it was using different words that let me hide. And so it brought to my thoughts, I wonder if they're doing the same thing. However, my intuition is telling me that I don't think any of them looked at it that way. They're really comfortable with these words. They're really comfortable with looking at kindness in this way. When I started to really dig deep into how I was behaving, the choices I was choosing, and how I was living my life, I saw that, oh, my God, like I had a world that was this big, was so tiny. Granted, that came from my years of depression, you know, clinical depression and anxiety disorder, um, an eating disorder and suicidal thoughts. And, you know, a lot of you may know my background and my history that way. My whole life was filled with all kinds of challenges when it came to my mental health and well-being. As a way to hide it because not many people truly knew about it. When I stopped, started to talk about it, a lot of people were like, you got to be kidding me. How would you ever think of taking your life? Like, there's just no way you're A, B, C, D and all these things. And I'm going, yeah. I believe that those of us that have a lot to hide become really good actors. On one, one side of us, we really want to shout out to the world just how miserable we feel or how much pain we're experiencing. But there's a bigger side for me that I was terrified of the judgment. I was terrified of potential conflict and all of these things. So I found ways to be present with others by being kind to them. I truly meant to be kind. Like it wasn't an act. It really was me saying, I'd like to help. But I only want to help in a way that I don't have to get too involved. And I want to help in a way that I can sort of just kind of slide over to the side here and just stay out of the way. So people received my kindness, but I didn't receive kindness from myself to me. And this is the crux, really, of a number of our shows as we go along. Hey, not our shows, my show. 
So what do we what do we do when we're on autopilot? Autopilot seems like a great word, right? We've gotten used to the idea that a plane can be on autopilot and we don't freak out that the pilot is, you know, having a nap and not paying attention to what's going on. We're used to that idea. We understand that it means that something is sort of programmed and carries on and fulfills different functions on an automatic basis. I'm not so comfortable with the idea of cars that drive themselves that could be on autopilot, like I just maybe type in an address, hit the button, and my car goes on its own. Maybe one day, not there yet. But for the most part, we think of autopilot as being okay. Maybe even a really good thing. Because we get to relax. We can just sit back and know that everything's just kind of going to go along. That can be a good thing. However, a lot of time when people go onto autopilot, they check out. They hand over the game plan. They hand over the structure as to how things are supposed to go. They hand over something for another person to direct and to lead the way. When we do that, we're not being present with ourselves. When we go into autopilot, it's really like saying for many and myself, like I, I give up. I don't necessarily move over into the driver's seat if you use a car as an analogy. I go into the back seat. If I had a limo, I'd be way in the back. Like I wouldn't even be anywhere near the driver. And I'd go for the ride. Now, didn't mean I liked the ride. Didn't mean I was enjoying where we were going. But I gave up control as to where we were going and that left me, from my perspective, no choice. And then my world would get a little smaller because I wouldn't actually like what I was doing, but I didn't know how to change it. And then my world would get a little smaller again. Then it would get smaller again. All the while being on autopilot and going through my days and really not recognizing what was going on. And in that process, recognizing, no, sorry, not recognizing, forgetting what was important to me, forgetting what made me smile, forgetting what made me happy. My husband, oh, love him dearly. He's a, a really wonderful man. But he would, <laughs> he would frustrate me to no end because he would say, all I want is for you to be happy, Karen. Just break it down step by step, small pieces. And just find something that could make you happy. Well, I'd gotten into such a place that happiness didn't mean anything to me. I couldn't answer the man. So it actually made things worse. So I would pull back from him even more. Because I didn't want that question anymore. So I really challenge you, right? Look at where in your life that you are on autopilot. And then look to see why. Now, why is a tough question to ask? It's not one I actually recommend when I'm working with clients. 
when you get into why it's like going into a spiral because, oh, my goodness, even if we haven't had children, we all have met a two year old or a three year old and they can ask why forever. You know, why do we need to go out? Well, we have to go to grandma's. Well, why do we need to go to grandma's? Because grandma would like to see us. Well, why does grandma want to see me? Right. It goes on and on and on. And there's never an answer that really will satisfy that little person who's asking why. And you will be the same. You you can keep asking why and why and get stuck. So when I work with clients, we look at what's behind our thoughts and our processes. And we understand, so where, where are we hiding? And what are we hiding from? And I hid from kindness. I mean, how crazy is that? But I did. I hid from kindness for decades. Like, I don't know. At least 50 decades that I'm aware of, if not more, that I hid from kindness. Because when I was younger, the few times I started to ask for something and tried to work out kindness, I was met with unkindness. And so I quickly learned that, okay, this isn't for me. I don't want to do this because I was also someone that was so conflict avoidant. If you want to avoid conflict, ooh, just be kind. Go on autopilot. Just say yes. And then you don't have to face it. Does it make your world better? Yeah, in that moment. Does it make your world better in an hour or the next day? Might not. If you're similar to me, the answer would be no. But the benefit I got for being in that moment was so great and important to me that I would keep making the same choices. I would continue to be kind in a way that let me hide and in a way that let others view me as being kind. I was terrified of judgment because I'd received so much. So presenting being kind, super important in my world. So we're coming very close to our first break. I'd like to thank you again for joining me here on Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Again, my first show on my own, which is really darn exciting. And when we get back from our break, I'm going to share with you some of the different definitions of kindness that I received when I asked people on Facebook, hey, what does kindness mean to you? And let's see if any of this resonates with yourself. If you're watching us, you know, um, and on any other platform or anything, and you'd like to drop over to Inspired Choices Network, come into the chat room so that you can share in this conversation with me. I would love it. That would be great. So I will see you all on the other side of this break. Thank you. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time. 
on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to Karen at KarenLeslie.ca. Now, back to the program. We're back. We've made it through one segment together. Isn't that cool? <laughs> All righty. I'm Karen Leslie, and you're joining me here on Cultivating Kindness with Karen, and I'm so happy to have you joining in with me today. I love the idea that I have a show on Inspired Choices Network, uh, something I've thought about four years, probably five, I guess, before I could actually make that choice to join all the amazing hosts that are in this network with all of the fantastic information that they have to share with people every day. It's really cool. My hesitation, woo, whole bunch of stuff. Part of it was not being kind to me. We can go into that another day, but that was a big part of it. Part of being kind to Karen was doing something that she had been wanting to do for years but I wouldn't allow her to do it. So I am happy to be here with you today. Cultivating Kindness with Karen is going to blossom and take its own direction. I hope you join me for the ride and we see where it goes. And if you've got questions, please reach out to me at Karen at KarenLeslie.ca. Send me an email and I would be happy to have a chat with you at any time. All right, so let's go back. At the beginning, I was saying we were going to talk about some of the uh, definitions people had given me on what does kindness mean to them. And they were they were really interesting, actually. Most people had the perspective that kindness was doing something for somebody else. 100% mine. If you listen to the first segment, then you heard me talk about how I would do a kindness, a kind favor, or a kind act for another person as a way of looking after myself. Kindness only meant doing something for somebody else. And that was the dominant theme of everything that came through when I was asking on Facebook, hey, what does kindness mean to you? So I'm going to read a few. I've got a few here with me, and then we'll chat about some of them. And then we'll go into sort of, okay, how do I view kindness now and what the difference is? All right. So right off the bat, a number of people were saying, opening your heart and being without judgment as you help other people. Some people were saying, as you serve other people. And I thought, okay, 
lovely words. Opening your heart absolutely is always a wonderful thing to do. Opening your heart is a kindness to you as well. My heart stayed closed for a long time and it's still opening. To be perfectly honest, it is still opening. It's not where it's going to be at some point in the future. Other people were saying being gentle, being loving, seeing what somebody else requires, what do they need, and then providing that for them without judgment of being there to support them, being there as in the capacity of making their life easier. All right. When I think about this, one of the things that pops for me is Unless you know that person really well, and unless you've actually had a conversation, like many, not one, many conversations with this individual, and you you truly have a relationship where you can share in a, a safe space, a non-judgmental space, I would challenge that you may not know exactly what that person needs. I would challenge that you're looking at it from the perspective, from your point of view, what you have interpreted that they require. That may not be accurate. It might be. And if you were working or being with somebody like me, like Karen, years ago, I would just say thank you. And I would want you to feel good about what you did for me so that I would not have to say, I really don't want this. I really don't want to go there. I I really don't want to go out with, you know, for tea with you. But I'd go. Nine times out of ten, I would go. It would be very rare that I wouldn't. And to be honest, when I wouldn't, my body would very kindly create an illness for me and get something in the way. So I had a a sociably acceptable reason as to why I could say no. <laughs> Side note, my, my body tried to do that for me today. I got an extremely sore throat last night. It, it was so burning and prickling that just breathing, I was in so much pain. So I'm an energy worker, right? So I'm working on my body. I'm shifting things. I'm doing things. Um, I had a couple of friends that I spoke to, and they gave me some ideas as well. One of the questions was, okay, how much is this? Oops, sorry. How much of this is related to your show? Mm, 60% is what I heard. It was a way for me to not show up today. And I'm thinking, how do I do that? I don't have any pre-records except the one we did last week. (laughs) But it was interesting. My body went on autopilot. My body was responding to my mind that was going, oh, I don't know. She's really, you know, like bitten off more than she can handle on this. Like, so maybe we should make it so she can't do the show. And then maybe she'll realize that, oh, maybe she can cancel her contract. I don't want to cancel my contract. I want to be right here. But I went in to autopilot with my body. Even how I was speaking in a meeting earlier this morning at 11 o'clock. It's totally different than how I sound right now because I was working on recognizing what was happening and what was behind it. So if you really don't know that person really well, 
and you are offering something to them, it may not be helpful. Take it from me. Most times it made me more anxious. Most times it made me recognize just how terrified I was of conflict. So I would do whatever. Right. Here's another one. Kindness is doing, I'm going to read this. It's here in front of me. Kindness is doing your best every day to make the lives of the people around you just a little bit better. So again, this person's going to be looking at how they think this other person's life should be. And yes, it's hard. It's not okay when you're watching somebody that's suffering and having a hard time. I get that. But you owe it to that person from my perspective to know what is actually something that helps them. When we go into thinking of others and serving others and doing for others, a lot of this comes from, you know, scripture teachings, um, school books we read. It's everywhere to do for others. Right. It's it's better to do for others than it is to receive. It's better to give than receive. That could be a whole other show. What I want you to understand is. Is this something this person really does desire? Is this something that you're offering them your kindness in how it's being shown? Something that will make that person feel less of whatever it is they're going through. Less angry, less sad, less intimidated, less worthless, less alone, less aggressive, right? Whatever it might be. And if you don't truly know that this will help like this, then ask yourself why you're offering it, right? That can be a tough question. Why are you offering that? Remember, first segment, I was saying I offered all that so I could hide. I'm not saying that that may be what you are doing it for, but there is a reason you're doing it. So understanding that is really good. It really is important to understand. All right. Here's another one. Kindness is being true to oneself. That's an interesting one. I'm going to look at that one in a little bit. And then there's one more here that I want to bring to you that I read. And I just thought, at first I thought, okay, this is amazing. This was a lovely compliment. And then I went, oh, how do I truly wish to receive this? So the person said to me, you exemplify kindness. And I thought, that's awesome. Thank you. And then I went to, so who does this person see? Is this based on how I would be kind out of hiding? Or is this based on the changes I'm currently making for for Karen and being kinder to her? Are they seeing that? Now, I didn't go and have a conversation with this individual, uh, and I may. But when it was first said, I was like, oh, that's really nice. And then I was like, I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about this. Is this a good thing? Hmm. 
it really gave me pause. Was I personifying, exemplifying, whatever the word is, kindness from the right space? Or was I demonstrating and being kindness in a way that continued people being kind in a way to actually hide or serve or do something that wasn't actually working for themselves? I modeled kindness to my children in a way that wasn't serving them. I modeled kindness as a way of doing for others, regardless as to how you felt. I modeled it so that they would have less judgment if they followed what I did. I modeled and demonstrated kindness in a way to create protection, to create a bubble, and to take care of them and me because heaven forbid somebody say something negative about one of my children because that meant I was a really lousy mom and I didn't do a good job at raising my boys. Now, I know I did. My boys are amazing. They're awesome. They're wonderful people. In spite of the stuff that I may have may think about still at times that how I know I wasn't there for them, how I maybe would have liked to have been. They're wonderful young men. And they're amazing. But I do know I demonstrated kindness from a place of being of service and from a place of not taking any look or responsibility as to how it was affecting me. Is that kindness? You can decide. Do I think that's kindness? Not now. Not anymore. I see kindness quite differently now. So we're at our second break already. Like, I can't believe how this goes. You hear every host. I listen to a ton of shows on this network. And they're like, oh, my gosh, we're here already. Well, okay, we're here already. (laughs) So we're at our second break. Thank you so much for being with me today on Cultivating Kindness with Karen on the Inspired Choices Network. When we return, we'll be looking at a little bit more closely as to how I view kindness. If you can, come on over to Inspired Choices Network, hop into the uh, chat room, log in, and share with me anything that you may have or would like to say. Um, Did I piss you off? Or did it make sense? Or, you know, how are you looking at kindness now after what we've been talking about? All right. Don't go away. We'll be back very shortly. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. 
Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Karen at KarenLeslie.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. I'm so happy you're still here with me. <laughs> this is so much fun. And you may notice every now and then that I will rub my nose. Um, that's just usually my intuition or spirit or something talking to me. And sometimes it gets so itchy that I can't ignore it and I really need to touch it. So my apologies, but just something you'll get to know and get used to with me. So welcome back to Cultivating Kindness with Karen on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm Karen Leslie the host of this brand new show here. And today we're talking about kindness autopilot, right? If you missed it in the first segment, we talked a little bit more in detail about what autopilot is and how it really isn't such a great space to be in and the the detriment that it can cause if you hang out there all the time. In our second segment, we were looking at some of the... Um, responses I got from people when I did a little bit of a, a poll, I guess you could call it, on Facebook and just said to people, hey, what does kindness mean to you? And I got dozens and dozens and dozens. I don't know how many answers I got. I got, it was wonderful people sharing with me, what does kindness mean to them? The overriding theme for kindness left the person speaking out of the equation. Kindness for most of the people was doing for somebody else, offering us to be of service, supporting them, being there for them, guiding them. Right? And all of this, they were saying, which was awesome, was to be without judgment. And, to, and I know their hearts are in the right place. I really, really believe that. Like I do. But for me, what's missing is that we need to recognize that we need to be part of this picture as well. It was only a couple of people that said showing kindness to somebody is recognizing what it is that they need help with and recognizing whether I am able to help them, recognizing whether I can do this for them without Sacrificing something for me. On like, two people, we're talking about helping others, but first recognizing where am I? Am I able to do this for this person? And am I doing this for the yes, is the judgment, but for the right reasons? I did not do things for the right reasons when I look at it now. In that moment, absolutely, it was for the right reasons. It was to take care of me. It was to protect Karen. When I look back on it, okay, that wasn't the case. My understanding of so much <laughs> energy, bodies, how the mind works, how our thoughts impact us, just all of that stuff with 
growing my experiences and my knowledge and my studies, in particular over the last 15 years, the first 10 my studies were pretty selective. So I didn't, to be honest, challenge myself too much, just enough so I could learn. Um, and to be honest, just enough so I could stay about 24 hours ahead of something one of my children was going to go through. So that was my intuition kicking in that you needed to understand something and then something would come up within my family. And I had more resources to deal with it. But over the last 15 years or so, it's been a deeper dive into, into me and into sociology and psychology and, you know, minor chemistry, but just how things work. And as a result of that, I now know that if I am not first, if I am not at the beginning of these thoughts and the equation, then I'm probably doing it for the wrong reason. When people wrote in and were saying how important it was to be true to yourself and to recognize what was going on for you so that you could be in that space of win-win, no judgment, and being able to contribute to somebody else, that is awesome. You know, I've got something here. It says, for me, kindness isn't just a way of gently interacting with others. Kindness also has a side that is compassionate. This person recognizes that sometimes they have to say no and that that is a kindness. A kindness from the perspective that saying no because what another individual may be asking for may be harmful, especially if you're looking at your children or things like that. And also, sometimes we need to say no because of the position it puts us in if we were to say yes. Right? Kindness is absolutely a two-way street. But recognize, where are you starting? Where's your start line? Where's the line that you have in front of you saying, okay, so this person requires this. Maybe they've asked for it, or maybe it's just in your thought process that this would be a nice thing to do. Then what is behind you wanting or wishing or desiring to offer this to them? We go on autopilot all the time. We rarely ask a question like that. Thought pops in our head. Cool. Off we go. Let's do it. Well, the thought popped into your head because it's autopilot. That thought popped into your head because it's been there numerous times before, thousands of times before, maybe. You hear it. You recognize it. You go, yeah, this is what I do. And then you do. Well, maybe that doing wasn't a kindness to you, right? Go back and listen to the first section on autopilot. Right? Autopilot is not the place for us to live our lives. We're meant to be present. We're meant to be in the moment. Sure, we, we're looking around, we're scanning, we're bringing in information, we're assessing all the time, 
And that's a good thing. Sure, it can be overwhelming and that can be something we can talk about at another time. But when you're on autopilot and you just get a thought and you act, I would question that all the time. What is behind this? What is my thought process behind this? Would this person actually like this? Who am I that's decided this is the the correct thing to do right now? Is this just what I know? I've heard it before. I've done it before. So I trust it. Hmm. Is that just keeping me safe? Ah, if you're the past Karen, 100%. Is this a way to hide? When we are looking at kindness, and I challenge you to look at it for yourself, I really do. Sit down, make a cup of tea, or have a glass of wine, whatever you would like. Maybe have pen and paper, writing, not typing. And and look at, okay, so where's my kindness autopilot? What do I automatically do? Does a certain person, when they phone, you always say, oh, sure, I can do that for you. Or a child asks for something. They're, they would like something in that moment. Is your autopilot to say yes and get it? Right? Start making that list. Where in your life and in different relationships, your relationship with you, your relationship with your partner, children if you have them, grandchildren if you have them, right? friends, right? business associates. Where are you on autopilot? If you, if you do this, I am quite confident that most people, not all of you, but most of you are going to be very surprised at how often you go into autopilot and what it is that you do when you go into autopilot, right? Next step. So, Where are you going into it? And then what is it that you do when you're in that space, when you're in that energy? It can really reveal a lot about us. It was not a comfortable exercise for me to do. Um, Yeah, no, nothing more to say. It, It wasn't comfortable. But did I learn a lot? Oh, my gosh, yes. Did it give me a good starting point to look at how I would like to have kindness be in my world? Every day. It did. I do truly desire to have kindness with me all the time. I truly desire to be that energy of kindness. First for me. Second for you. I would never have said that before. Never, ever could not have said that before, let alone on a public forum such as this. Or who knows how many people are going to hear that. (laughs) Let alone maybe my family. (laughs) Likely they'll tune in. But who knows, right? So look at it. See where your kindness autopilot is in your life. And then have the courage to look behind that or underneath that and say, okay, 
So what is the act of kindness I'm doing? When we come back in a few minutes from our next break, I want to look at the idea of service a little bit, what it means to be of service in the energy of kindness. And I also would like to talk a little bit more about, okay, so where have I come to now? What does kindness mean for Karen? And how have I changed? And what did I do to get out of autopilot for kindness? Hmm. Interesting thoughts. I hope you will come back and join us. We're here on the Inspired Choices Network. You're here with Karen Leslie on my brand new show, Cultivating Kindness with Karen. And if you've been with us since the beginning, you've recognized that kindness is not all sugar-coated. It's not all rainbows and lollipops. It can actually lead us to question and be uncomfortable. And that, my friends, is a really good thing. So don't go away. Sit and listen to the lovely messages we have for you. And we will be back very shortly. Thank you so much. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Karen at KarenLeslie.ca. Now, back to the program. Hello, hello. Oh, my goodness. We're three quarters of the way through. So, please, if you're just joining us now, I would love you to go back to the beginning and listen to the start. So, it would actually help you in understanding what we're going to talk about now, which is, so kindness, how has it changed for me and my perspective? And this, oh, sorry, really itchy. Somebody wants to talk to us. Um, this perspective of being of service in that, right? This show is all about kindness autopilot. What does that mean? And that autopilot is not where we want to choose to live our lives. At least I'm hoping that you will start to see that. When I was in autopilot, nobody could have convinced me to change it. And, and so I totally understand if you're sitting there thinking, this is working for me. So I don't know what the heck you're talking about, woman. Not a problem. When we're ready, we're ready. I'm just letting you know that there's other choices out there. And when we've stayed in a certain way of living our life, in a certain way of being, and in a certain energy for decades, not just hours or a couple of weeks, but for me, I was saying earlier, like for 50 decades, you know, and that's probably conservative. It was probably longer. Um, it takes the effort to change it up. It really does. And there were times when, you know, it didn't feel like the effort was worth it. There were times when I would backtrack and I would just go, nope, this is too much. And I, I don't like this. So, you know, I'll just go back into the comfortable place of being in autopilot, the comfortable place of just 
being kind to whoever I was with in whatever way I could figure out in that moment. And many would have looked at me as a being of great service to others. In the church, the one church I spent the greatest number of years in, I have been in different churches, um, they would have thought that I was really being a great servant. I was serving the other members of my congregation very well. I was serving God well. No, I was hiding. Because actually that was one of the places where I received a lot of judgment when I started to talk a little bit about who I was and energy and, and things. I received a ton of judgment from my church. And so I went back into being of service. I went back into helping, doing things for others and hiding. Because if they saw me as doing kind things that were in line with this particular church's way of looking at things, then I was safe. I mean, I didn't dislike it. I mean, I genuinely wished to help these people. And it was helping me because I hid and I didn't have confrontation and I wasn't called out, you know, for things that I was doing. So sure, it was okay. But to be of service, and today I'm not going to get into the um, meaning of a lot of words, but I know I will do that in, in other shows. You know, to be of service means you are a servant. Not many people think about that. I think most of us do not wish to be a servant but we are that energy of the meaning of that word, especially on autopilot. If you think back to servants, were they ever given an opportunity to think for themselves? Were they welcomed and received with open arms when they had an idea to change something, to maybe make something work a little more efficiently? Not likely. That's not the experience I had when I would suggest things or try and change things. Recognizing the importance of me, of Karen. Recognizing how I had put her off to the side for so long that I really didn't know her anymore. And seeing how unkind I had been to her for so long. At first, it was upsetting. And then I worked with that. And I had coaches I worked with for that as well. And I was able to unravel this and start to look at it from a place of, okay, how do I heal this? How do I change this so that I actually feel more comfortable that I can be happy with this? If this is something, if you do that task that I gave in the uh, previous sec uh, section of the show, go back and listen to it. If you take that challenge and you come up with things that you're like, oh, this is really uncomfortable. Like, wow, I didn't know I was on autopilot in so many areas of my life. Send me an email. Right? Karen at KarenLeslie.ca. Or you can find me through all the different social media platforms. I'm, I'm all over the place. I'd be happy to work with you. This work can be really hard to do on our own. We often need somebody else to help us, guide us, 
hold that energy, that space of safety and kindness, not the kindness for hiding, not the kindness for avoiding, but just that energy of kindness to be there and just allow whatever it is that would like to come forward to come forward to work with. When stuff surfaces, surfaces, it does so for a reason because it's ready for you to look at. It's ready for it to be changed. When I saw how unkind I was being to me and how the pattern of my kindness had created things within my own family. And I looked at it honestly. I thought, okay, it's time for this to change. So. Cultivating kindness with Karen. All kinds of things we're going to talk about over the next number of weeks, months, even years. It won't be sugar-coated, as you see. But it will come to you from the perspective of me truly wishing to be that space for you to help you. To push you. To give you a couple of other things to look at. So join us, please, next week on Cultivating Kindness with Karen. And to be perfectly honest, in this 10 seconds, I don't even remember what the show topic is for next week. But I can tell you, it'll be good. We'll be fine. We'll have an excellent time together. So thank you for being with me on Inspired Choices Network on Cultivating Kindness with Karen. And may you please go through your days now from that perspective, just that thought, am I on autopilot? That's all I ask. Just ask yourself, am I on autopilot? You don't need to do anything with it, but recognize. Am I on autopilot in this moment? Take note. And maybe it's something we can work on together so that you can come off of autopilot. Like me, get out of that back seat of that limo. Move forward bit by bit until you choose to drive and guide your life. Oh, I have it here. Thank you to my producer. Abundance, prosperity, and hidden riches is our topic for next week. So, oh, so many ideas coming in already. So please join me next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern time. On Thank you for listening to Network. Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Karen Leslie returns Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can find Karen at KarenLeslie.ca and follow her on social media. Until next Wednesday, Karen is sending you waves of kindness for a fabulous week. Remember, it's only you who has the power to be and receive the kindness required to change your life.